Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Away With Worse, the podcast. It's your girl, Bree Stories. It's your girl, A-Tati. And, and we're here with our girl. Oh, damn. Fuck. <laughs> damn. What is happening? You go. You go. You, I fucked it up. <laughs> You and it's your girl Lucky of LuckWifeMagic.com. Hey y'all. Yeah, I'll be forgetting she not new to this, she true to this. <laughs> so, um, as you can see, no Aja, no Asia today. She's out very, very sick, and we're sending her all of our love. Um, and in inspiration of that, today we're gonna be talking about all of the holistic ways that you need to get all of this shit out of you, like me and Tati and Aja. Because we be sick. Um, and that's why Look Life Magic is here. <laughs> Love like magic. <laughs> That's a strip club. Oh, Lord. and um. Anyway, sorry. I'm I'm out of it today as fuck. Cause on top of being sick, our vibe specialist still thought that it was okay for us to drink. So it's just gonna get worse and worse as we go along. Um. Luckily, I didn't take any medicine this morning, so I guess I could drink as much as I'd like. Before we go any further, I would also like to say that this episode is brought to you by Strong University. Make sure that you hit up stronguniversity.online for all the hot merch, all the hot tops, cool bottoms. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he has bottoms yet, but he does have hot hot tops, nice hats, all types of good diddles for you to put your body into and look sexy and cool for your next date or whatever. So go there, spend the bag, spend that check, run that money at stronguniversity.online. We appreciate him over there. And let's get into it. Let's go ahead and check in. Um, I'll go first. I haven't gone first in a little while. And I'm so, I feel gross. But, like, not even, like, I just, I've, I'm out of it now. Like, I'm in. I'm at this point, you know? Like, if I'm the groundhog, I'm like this. Like, I'm peering over. Sure. I'm not climbing out yet, but I'm peering over. I'm right there. I'm almost there. Okay. Um, this past week was like hell. I have never, ever been that sick in my life. What they're saying on the news and on the shade room is true. This epidemic of the flu is a doozy. Don't fucking get caught with the shits, which is why we're here to help you today. If you make sure you tune in a, a little bit later, we're going to be talking about all the things that you need to keep yourself prevented from the bullshit. Because I felt like shit for three straight days. And then I got my dickhead ass up and went to work anyway on Thursday because I was like, ain't no white folks going to be in there thinking that I'm lacking and slacking. So I'm getting up and I'm going to work. And I went to work and, I mean, I haven't gotten any worse, which is good, but this is beside the point. Physically, I feel... Um, just all of this physically, um, emotionally, I feel, I feel joy, but you know, like I've been feeling very emotional as well. Cause I'm also on my period or whatever. Um, and spiritually, I feel like, I feel like God is just waiting on me now. God is like, okay, girl, your turn. Like. I done made my move, make yours, and I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my attention is currently on um, getting getting out the shit. I feel a shift coming in my life. I feel like I feel like manifestation is real, and I feel like we manifest things on accident as fuck, which is why it's very important that you are intentional with the things that you say and do, because. I've been feeling very serious about my birthday all of a sudden. Like, I had no thoughts about my birthday, which is really rare for me. Because usually I start thinking about my birthday in August. Like, right around my half birthday, I think about my birthday. And then I start to just grow into just, like, the excitement and the plans and all of that stuff. But that didn't happen last year. And now all of a sudden, I got all of these thoughts about my birthday. And then I started to realize all of these things are happening on my birthday. Like, it's the first day of Lent, which is Ash Wednesday, which I don't particularly participate in um but I think that that's telling and um also the first day of my period will be that day I just think that it's going to be very ritualistic for me um but because I put so much pressure on that date and on what's going to happen and the ways that I'm going to shift around that moment I think that all the bullshit was like well let's come to her now so she's going to be woke as fuck (laughs) come February 14th so um so I mean pull on me for that but I I do feel I feel things shifts are happening, so that's why I said that, and that's it. Cool. Hey, Tati. Okay. So physically, I am feeling much better than I was the last time you seen me. Got seen me, you guys, which was last week. 
Um, I am definitely getting over my flu. My whole household had the flu, so I was definitely out of the game for a good like. I drank that out of her glass for three days. I drank out of her glass last that Sunday. That hasn't been proven, <laughs> but, <laughs> but we can assume. But it has not been proven. There's no more germs. Um, but yeah, I was definitely out of the count for a good three days, and then the next like five was just like unhappy. And now today, I'm like. No, I'm getting back in the swing of things. So spiritually and emotionally, I think I'm feeling like the way I did when the new year first came and I was all excited and really feeling like refreshed and really excited about this new start. And then the flu took me out of all that and it halted everything I was doing, all the progress I felt like I was making. So now that I feel like I'm getting better, I feel like I'm getting that feeling back again. Like I'm feeling like another rebirth type of period so I'm kind of feeling refreshed and my attention is just on this episode like every week and continuing to get better making sure I never get caught in this gym again <laughs> no, no mas cool hey girl so um, physically I feel very energized like I feel, I don't know, like I'm on one. Oh, it's a very good way to say it. I don't know other way to say it. That's good. Um, emotionally, I'm very happy. I'm excited, mm-hmm. and it's just like I see so much stuff on the horizon. So I'm just yes. ready to like attack that shit and knock it out. Mm-hmm. Um, spiritually, I feel so connected. Like God is really just like. Here, sis, here you go. You asked for this. Here it is. Like, and I'm working towards it, and I've been working for it. So I just feel like everything's starting to unfold. So many, like, opportunities are falling into my path. Mm-hmm. And even last night, like, after my event, like, I went to a meeting and met somebody that is it's just about to turn up. Shit's about to turn up. I'm just say that. Yes. But um yeah, I'm I'm grateful to God for the connections that, you know, he's been putting in my path. He or she slash she. Whatever. Yes. Um and my <laughs> attention is on, like I said, just everything that's coming out for twenty eighteen, like Tati, like I'm still very excited, very like, yes, let's get the ball rolling, let's get it popping. Mm-hmm. We got an entire year ahead of us. So my attention is just on really like fucking murdering this year. Yes. Like, for real, for real. Yes. Stacking that money. Oh my god. Absolutely. Yes. I'm seeing uh I'm seeing <coughs> a definite shift um in finances this year. And you know what? I'm one thing that I want to acknowledge because I think that it's important. I talked to my brother about this the other day because my brother and I were on the phone and he was talking to me cuz um he works uh, within the school system. Okay. So, you know, when schools are out, he's out. And, you know, that can be a little tight for people's coins when you're used to getting a certain amount every two weeks. Mm-hmm. And so he was just talking about, like, you know, how he got to budget real carefully this week because he just got to make sure that everything is in order. And so I was just like, oh, well, what you got to do? And, and how much we looking at? Like, you know, being a concerned sister. And he talking about all he got to pay is three bills and he gonna be able to do that with his short check and still have like $600 to spare. And I was just like, look, here's something that we need to stop doing. We need to stop creating struggle where it doesn't, where it doesn't exist because the universe is constantly listening to you. So if you looking at everything, like it's a potential struggle, the universe is like, nah, it's a struggle. (laughs) Here you go. You asked for it. So I was just telling my brother the other day, like, you need to be glorifying the fact that you were able to rest your mind or your body and you work in an industry where you could be off for two weeks and off for Martin Luther King Day and, you know, off for all this time at a time and then still be able to get the shit done that needs to be done because it's a, a mid-pay period and not an end or beginning where right. rent is due and you only got a few bills to pay and you still got money to put away. Like, focus on that. Hone in on that. See the glory in that. Absolutely. Um, and that's something that I was trying to remind myself too, because I think that I think that in a few episodes back we had Aaliyah here um, on the LMH episode, and she talked a lot about just reconditioning our minds to stop thinking in lack. Like we, and that's I think that that's something that society does, especially as Black people, because we wake up every day and we grow up seeing our parents penny pinching and you know robbing Peter to pay Paul and all of this, and we learn to just think in a 
in a mindset of like we we don't have enough there isn't enough you know but there there's more than enough there's literally abundance all around us and the only thing we have to do is claim it um so that's something that I'm reteaching myself as well because I'm actually in a decent financial situation but I can be in a better one by believing in that abundance that I'm already experiencing come on um for the abundance anyway so into the discovery zone um (laughs) this week in the discovery zone is a whole lot of Chicago shit. Um, first of all, uh, we have to oh, say uh, rest in peace uh, to a Chicago legend, Fredo Santana, who just passed away yesterday or the day before. It was the day before, I think, officially, at the age of 27 of liver, liver failure. Um, and so I don't have a whole lot of information about that, but what I'm hearing is that it's definitely due to um, some drug activity, all of that lean and all that stuff. I've seen some rappers on uh, the internet's doing some call to action stuff, pouring lean down their sink, which I think is amazing. Um, but yeah, that is ridiculous. Like the man was 27 years old, you know, had his whole life ahead of him. And of course has, has accomplished so much already, but the world was still his oyster. So it was terribly, terribly sad that he had to, um, go out that way that soon. Um, but hopefully this, his, his life, ending in that way is a message to us all, especially these young kids, these younger millennials who are really, really into that shit, really into popping Zans just for no reason. And we can talk about Grownish later too, because I just finished the latest episode of Grownish and is she addicted to Adderall? I haven't seen that. Okay. I haven't seen Okay, we'll talk about it next week then, (laughs) because, and that's what I'm talking about. Just like the... The normalizing of drug culture, like, let's not make that a thing. Let's not make that shit cool. That shit is not cool. It's not cool at all to to not be in a space where you can handle your yourself and your emotions um, outside of yourself. Like, you have to be able to do that within yourself, and you absolutely have the power to do that already. So whatever it is that you're feeling or going through that you feel like you got to numb yourself so much on a Friday night just to go out because we all we all deal with a certain amount of social anxiety. I used to be the same way. But, you know, alcohol is my drug of choice. But I definitely Tati knows and, and Michael knows in college I would get so I would get blackout drunk like pretty regularly. <laughs> like and, you know, of course I had to look at that retrospectively a couple of times. I had a couple of scares like um, just in life with like my mom, like when, when your parents get involved, then that's when you start to be like, okay, what's happening? And those were the moments where I had to really understand what it was that I was doing. And we are conditioned as young people, as college students, as, um, you know, millennials, as partiers, we're conditioned to thinking that this is just the wave. You know, we go out, we get drunk, we pop pills, we, we smoke weed, we do whatever. But really there's, a, there's something inwardly that's telling us that we have to do that when we don't. So I think that it's something really important that you'll pay attention to that, um, especially young kids. Um, you know, it's it's just too normal. It's not yeah. it's not a normal thing. It's not cool. I loved um, Kiki Palmer. She had wrote a status, you know, saying like rest in peace to him. And, mm-hmm. and in her status, she talked about how she had, you know, she spoke to him like often. I guess because they were really cool, and she uh-huh. talked about how the last time she had really spoken to him. He was talking about the fact that, like, he wasn't doing drugs anymore. Mm-hmm. He was trying to get clean and just, like, better himself. And she was talking about how, you know, you never know, like, you can say, like, later in life that you're going to stop and that one day, like, you'll do better. But you never know the type of damage that you're doing to your body in the meantime. And yeah. then it might be too late. And yeah. I feel like that's another good thing because I know a lot of kids think, like how you said, oh, I'm young right now. So, of course, when I get older and I have a family, I'm not going to be this way. But you don't know the type of damage you're doing to yourself now. So even if you do something for one month, you could create damage that's going to last for the rest of your life. Like yeah, you yes. never know how everybody's body is different. Yeah. Everybody's body handles things differently. So you never know what type of problems you're creating for yourself, even if you plan on stopping yeah. in the future. Yeah. And I do believe in just being intentional as well. Like it's, it's really important that you know the root of why you're doing what you're doing. I think that not not at all to say that this makes it okay, but I do believe that there are people out here, and this is why some of us get it misconstrued too, because there are people out here who intentionally know 
they're like, you know, they're God body enough to know that this is what I do for this purpose and this purpose only. And they can kind of ride that wave and they don't seem to see the consequences of it or we don't see them see the consequences of it. But it's really important that you understand your route for doing why, doing what you're doing, because if it's coming from a place of fear, if it's coming from a place of lack, if it's coming from a place of negativity in any way, you trying to heighten that is not going to bring you to a better place. It's only going to bring you down. So it's just really important that you think about that. And a lot of people do like the heavier, harder drugs, like the pills and the lean, like as a form of escapism, mm -hmm. because you never know like what somebody's been through, what they've done or what kind of demons they're trying to run from. Yep. So a lot of the time it can be stemming from that too. And like, you know, I have family members that drink lean. So like yesterday when I woke up and as soon as, you know, like I get on social media, I'm seeing like RIP Fredo mm -hmm. and knowing what it was about, like dying from kidney and liver failure, like mm. people dying from organ failure in their twenties, like that shit is destroying you. And aside from that, like you're doing drugs and then you're not taking care of your body. Yeah. You, it's like the first thing they have for breakfast, like yeah. the last thing they go to sleep on. And it's just like, I just won't, if if y'all gonna do it, cause niggas don't listen. So, if you're gonna do it, like, take care of your body in the meantime. Make sure you yeah. eat decent. Make sure you stay hydrated Drink as possible. Water. Like, please cleanse <laughs> and flush your body. Like, if yes. you want to get off that shit, just I don't know. Like, there there has to be some type of follow up mm -hmm. to where it's like you taking care of yourself, cause that's dead ass poisoning your body. Yes, there's no other way around it. You are drinking poison period point blank so it's like if you're poisoning yourself you definitely need to be following up and making sure that like there's some type of cleansing and detox on a regular basis yes. if you're going to be doing that on a regular basis yeah which we don't recommend but yeah you know, do your thing. yeah we don't recommend that you do it at all but but I, I understand that like it's also very very difficult for some people to break a habit you know some people have very addictive personalities and they get into these things thinking that they, that it's just for fun mm -hmm. and then they find themselves waking up and do it and doing it they find themselves doing it every day yeah. you know and um and, and that can kind of spiral and get out of control. More than anything, I think that you need to find people to talk to. Find people, if if the circle that you um, going half on a lean on or going half on a zip with, if they, these aren't people that you can sit down and have a real conversation with and tell them like, yo, this is how I'm feeling on an emotional level and this is how I'm feeling about the death of such and such and this is how, like if you cannot have those conversations with these people, reevaluate those circles and understand why you're in that circle and that you probably don't need to be there as well. I feel like that can be is part of like we talk about how normalized drugs and stuff are these days too because it's not like you know back in the day like they could show you like those dare videos and like right. the people the people that were on drugs like look were looking significantly bad and yeah. they were looking like do you want to look like that so yeah. don't do that but these days. It's like the people that are doing drugs are some of the most successful people in the mm -hmm. world. Yeah. That are the most productive, making the most money, that are like, <clears throat> you know, self-proclaimed geniuses. It's like, yeah. it's just not, it's hard, it's a lot harder these days to really say like, oh, this is bad or this isn't doing well for you when half the people that are doing it are doing better than you. Yeah. Or something. And then you're looking at it like, well, he's good. Right. Like, right. so obviously it's working out for him or something like I don't know. I feel like, unfortunately, it takes bad situations like this to happen for people who actually see that it's an issue. Yeah. Because otherwise, you'll never see it. Yeah. I mean, and it's going to keep happening. I, I, you know, it's sad to say, like, it's going to keep happening because pimp C. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like Nobody learned from that. Like, nobody learned from that. And, and, and here we are all over again. And, of course, um, you know, social media is what it is, and everybody has, has their their outward, you know, outbursts and of, of emotion because of what's going on. And people are, you know, pouring lean down the drain and doing all they're doing about that. But at the same time, we got to we gotta really work to make that shit not cool because it just isn't. So, so there's that. Um, and more Chicago news, literal Chicago news. Um, Kanye West and Kim Kardashian West have had their baby. Their surrogate had their baby. The surrogate had the baby. And it's a baby girl, and they've named her Chicago West. Um, and the internet was going crazy, but uh, is this y'all first time hearing this as a name? Because poetic justice, like Chicago this is a name. First time hearing it for a girl. I mean, I've never heard it for a boy before, but immediately <coughs> the Kardashians as a whole, I feel like they tend to be really big on like 
nickname. I feel like and they're gonna. And I immediately just thought about them just wanting to call her shy all the time like that's immediately but i feel I like I it's gonna be like shy shy and they're gonna do some lame shit to yeah, fuck like, it up they, like, <laughs> i just feel like shy shy really like that shit gonna be so lame because i thought it was the cutest thing when courtney's kids were calling kim and chloe kiki and coco i thought that oh was, yeah that's cute such cute nicknames and i feel like they're really big with the nicknames over there so i feel like over when there. they name people i feel like they think about the nickname yeah like, when she made that Chicago, list but she put because we're gonna call her shy I think she put, um, I think that's what she put on Twitter. I think it said North Saint and Shy. Yeah. Um, I didn't think it was anything wrong with the name. And then also people, who, it's, it's just so funny to watch people go into an uproar roar about things. Like the first two children are, are named North and Saint. Did you think they were going to name her Susan? Like, what did you think her name was going to be? Like, did you think they were just going to be like, and here's Chelsea? Like, <laughs> like, what? So I think that Chicago is, I mean, for for who they are, for what it is, I think that Chicago is a beautiful name. And yeah. I think that um, I think that it was the closest thing that we were gonna get to Donda. <laughs> I would have really loved for him to just be like, my my baby's Ooh, name is Donda. I when she was pregnant with North, and they were saying <coughs> that the name was gonna be Cadence Donda West, and I oh. thought that was so pretty. That is very I remember pretty. Hoping, like, oh my god, I hope that's really it because I thought it was such a pretty name. That but. is pretty. But, um, yeah, I think that's the closest thing we're going to get to Adonda. And um, it makes me feel, I think, I mean, for for those people who still believe that Kanye is somewhere in the sunken place, I think that it's kind of like this, like, oh, he still thinks about us. He, th- he still thinks about his roots. Like this beautiful, like, just cute thing that just pays homage to where he came from. Um, so I didn't mind the name at all. Uh, in other Chicago news, The Shy has premiered on Showtime. I only saw um, most of the first episode, and already they already fucked my heart up. Yeah. So, you know, you know. So, I think that is already. Um, I think that it's already going to be an iconic show. I think it's giving me The Wire, like, and the way that niggas feel about The Wire, y'all. <laughs> this show is not gonna go away. Just the no. just. The nuances, just the the whole storyline, the plot, like everything about it is just very, very deep. And I just appreciate all of the shine that they're giving to our city. It, for people, by the people, because that bullshit that, um, what's the Spike face Spike Lee did, right. keep that shit. <laughs> yeah. Go to the archives forever. I wasn't right. mad at the Spike Lee <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That shit was trash. Just to put that on record, I was not upset with Chirac. Only Shy because rat. That's what it's called. to me, it looks just like a Spike Lee movie. Like every Spike Lee movie I have ever seen has always been silly, like taking like a, a social, like something big that's happening, but then like making it funny or doing it in like a silly way. Like to me, it was nothing. I think people forgot what how Spike Lee does things because it had been so long and I feel like people feel so strongly about Chicago that they thought it was going to be like a real movie like with a real just like regular narrative and i was looking at it like looks just like every other spike lee movie i've ever seen to me like it looked the same as far as i'm concerned Mm -hmm. i was happy that common decided to do this i think that common is a brilliant person first of all and i think that he's very passionate i think that he's very um secure in his thoughts and beliefs of Chicago. So I think that he was the perfect person to kind of spearhead this project. Yeah, and I, I, I did, did that. I enjoyed the first episode, but it also made me feel like it's not something that I'm going to keep up with because I don't, I don't like to be, first of all, I don't typically watch shows with real people. Like I watch sitcoms and I watch cartoons. That's it. I just finished binge watching Living Single. I binge watch Seinfeld. I binge watch fucking Rick and Morty. Like I watch things that are deliberately fun and funny and has nothing to do with real life. Like you know, so you I like think, the um, that's yeah, real life. yeah. But that's very new to me as far as like all of these years of of like shows. Like I've never gone gotten on board with most shows that people watch. Like 
still have never seen a full season of Empire or Power Same. or Power or but Power's great. I mean, <laughs> plenty of other things. I just don't. I just don't like real real situations. I think <laughs> because I mean, I gotta get my ass up every morning and get dressed and go into a real situation every day. So I don't know. But um, I did enjoy the first episode of The Shy. Um, I will make an effort to watch more of it, but I just don't see myself really doing it. But I am appreciative, nonetheless, of the fact that it's something that exists because, I mean, we need it. I think that that's a narrative that needs to be told. Um, it needs to be told in a serious way because, you know, the reality is that is some, that that is part of Chicago's narrative. That isn't the only part of Chicago's narrative. And I do think that Common is going to do his due diligence in really expanding um the view of what Chicago really is, and it's not—it's not gonna stop there. So I—I I already appreciate it for what I believe is gonna be. So. And shout out to the creator, yes. my fellow. Oh yes. yes. I don't know how to say her last name. Wait. No, wait. Yep. Wait. Yes, Lena Waith, my yes. fellow Columbia Estes. College alumni. Shout out to her. Shout out to Lena Waith for more reasons than one, because that girl is fine. All right, she's she, she has so a partner. Fine. Relax. What does that mean? I wouldn't make her not. Yeah, I'm about to say, she ain't bringing her down. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, on to the petty parlor since I'm already being petty. Yay. Um, Kevin McCall, oh once again. Listen. I mean, one more time and we're just going to rename the petty, petty parlor like all together. Kevin McCall. The Kevin McCall show. Kevin McCall's room. The Kevin Ke- McCall segment. Kevin McCall. Oh. Like Marvin's Sean room, Kevin's room. That for Donkey of the Day, put Kevin McCall of the Day. Kevin McCall has a, a, a brand new rant. It looked like it was maybe on Snapchat, but I really can't tell. Um, basically, his new rant is that black women are holding themselves back while working for white men and getting in the way of their destinies. Wait, what? I didn't hear this part. Wait for it. So, base, hold on. I'm going to read it to y'all because he, so there are two things, right? So, it's the fact that he went online to say, like, black women, there's an issue with black women to begin with, number one. He started his narrative, though, like, his verbal rant was about, he started it off by saying, and I know, <laughs> because, he said, he said, because my mother was a black woman. <laughs> no kidding. Um... But the caption here says, black women love work more than they love themselves. I'm sorry, their self is what he said, and their families. Black women would rather work for a corporation ran by white, in all caps, men, as opposed to building with a black-owned corporation or black man. There is no rebuttal or opinion. He also does not take the time to change the spelling of there. But either way, um, so here's the thing, though. And then in his, in his like... His uh, verbal rant, he was basically saying, like, how am I supposed to get to know you if you're working? Or, so, like, here's the thing. First of all, be clear. Are you mad that she goes to work? Or are you mad that she's going to work for a white man? Because if I go to work for a black man, aren't we going to run into the same issue? And, like, what are you saying? And, like, Tati was saying earlier, like, it really just seems like he just goes on rants tailored to what just happened to him five minutes ago. Like, it sounds like, what did you say? Like, I said it sounds like whatever <coughs> girl he's dating currently right now, he probably asked her, like, come to Miami with me for the weekend. And she was like, oh, babe, I can't because I got to do this presentation for my boss on Monday morning. And then he got pissed. Like, how am I supposed to get to know you? Like, this is why you can't never get to know bitches because they always say work. And that's just what he does. I mean, I just think, first what? of all, I don't know what it is with black men and their inferiority complex mm. when women are, like, educated or when women, like, work hard. Because if she didn't, you will be saying she a bum bitch and she a gold digger. So is the bitch a gold digger or do she want to make her own money so she can sustain? Like, find your happy medium, bro. You know what I'm saying? First of all, find your happy. Fuck the medium. Get your mind together, okay? Yeah. Kevin McCall, get your shit together. You need to be lifted in prayer. I want Kevin McCall to go to consistent therapy. This is none of my business, by the way. And let me me please let y'all know that I am totally aware that it's not my business. But I really want him to go to consistent therapy. And to just just get it all out. Whatever it is, get it out. Because you can't be being triggered every day by something different. Like, get it out. Whatever I it is. I don't see anything wrong. I feel like 
there is somebody for everybody in the world, and there are tons of people in the world Do you? who don't, tons of men in the world who don't want their women to work. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you personally don't want your woman to work, find and you, you a woman live, that don't want to work, and you right. want want to live in that type of household, there's nothing wrong. But with don't that. go People around shitting on women yeah, who do don't choose say to black work. Black women that want to work is not a problem. Right. The problem is you finding a woman who wants the same things out of life that you do. Period. Like, but there's nothing wrong with me per se <laughs> because I want to work. I'm not defective. Because what am I doing <laughs> in the meantime? Because let's just say, okay, okay, Kevin McCall, I also don't want to work. Got it. Bet. So in the meantime, in between time, because he was saying in his verbal rant as well, like. The whole, if it was up to me, I'd just be a bum. Like, I don't need money. I don't believe That's it. what he said. That's what he said. He is a bum. He said, I don't. <laughs> no. And he don't get no money. He said. <laughs> what the fuck? You're already there, bro. He said, I don't believe in money. And he said, the only reason why I work is for my wife. I guess he means his future wife. What? And so. He's not, your, not his future wife. I, not his real current Why wife. is that the only reason? <laughs> so his, fuck your baby? Not his real life child that actually exists. Wow! Like, wow! A wife that that's not it's there. Not really that part. The I mean, that part. No, he's on. literally like the only reason why I work is for my wife. And if I'm, if he like, that's why we don't see out of eye because you're trying to do what I do. Like she can't want what? money. Like she cannot want. Okay, you don't believe in money. You don't believe in money. I do <laughs> because Comet does, and so does Nycor. And so does my landlord. Capitalist so, society, bro. It looks like I'm gonna have to believe in some sort of form of currency, and then I'm gonna have to go earn it so that I can make a living. I don't know what you're talking about. Like I don't understand what Kevin McCall is talking about. I think that he had a point, but it was it was no, severely the fuck missed. he didn't. Let me tell you. You think something. he didn't have a point? No, he I hope did not. he did. Is what I'm saying. Kevin McCall did not have a point. Kevin McCall goes on rants. He's been. Fucking making a complete ass and mockery out of himself in the media for years ever since Chris Brown stopped fucking with him. Hmm. He just, it's like the crazy doesn't stop with that nigga. Yeah. Like y'all think Tyree's crazy? Kevin McCall is fucking crazy. <laughs> like he's just, I don't know. Like I never have known Who's someone who, first of all, is not even famous for you. You made a couple songs with Chris Brown. That's the only reason we know you, bro. And then like you spent. Damn near 10 years chasing him, acting like a fucking psycho. <laughs> chasing him. And making your baby mama life hell. And then, like, disowning your baby on social media and then turning around three days later only to be thanking your baby mama and her soon-to-be husband for raising your baby. Like, what are you going through? In Therapy, my nigga. Enough. I don't give a fuck. Therapy. He's bipolar. He's Some, bipolar. I deadass think it hasn't I been diagnosed. I said off camera, and I just want to say it again on camera. I personally think that him and Chris Brown have cool. the same exact personality. Okay. I think they are both bipolar, and I think they're both crazy. And I think that that's the reason why they haven't come to blows. Because for Kevin McCall to be as vocal as he is and as crazy as he is, Chris is somebody I feel like that's always talking shit. He's always ready to, like, come see somebody. So how have you and Kevin McCall not... Running to each other and gotten into it yet. I, I honestly think, think Chris thinks he's a joke. I think that they both know that they're both fucking crazy. I think that they know, like, with Chris and Drake, Drake has a real life and real life <laughs> has real potential and is really trying to make something of himself. He doesn't want to die or want to fight. Like, he's not, like, he's not on that. So he can beef with Drake all day because Drake gonna be like, nigga, Whatever. Kevin, on the other hand, if he throw a bottle at Kevin's head, Kevin's going to be like, right, so we can kill each other now. Oh, like, well, yeah, I agree. And I think sense. that that's how it would really go if you were to die, really bitch. To it. So I think that that's why they don't see each other. <laughs> because they would kill each other. <laughs> they both need, like, real life therapy. Well, also in the patty parlor this week, and uh, we're going to continue to lift Kevin McCall in our prayers, by the way. And we hope you do, too. Help him, Because the more of us that pray... The higher he's he's lifted. Prayer so works. there's that. Prayer does work. Prayer changes things. Um, we also so here's the thing. Cause there's a lot of discussion around this. I don't want to call Monique. Yes, I do. Yes, I am calling Monique Petty. I was forgetting. I was I was just trying to figure out which way I was going with this. So Monique um, just recently made a video onto her Instawebs, and she was basically like, "Yo, so this is what happened." I went and talked to the folks at Netflix about a little special, a little comedy special, and they offered me like five hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars, something like that. And um, you know, here go Chris Rock and and um, 
Dave Chappelle with like $20 million a pop and Amy Schumer, she was upset about what she was getting and in comparison to what they were getting and she negotiated her way up to like 12 mil and they offered me $500,000. Here's the thing, to that notion, I can understand. But then she goes on to say, so, (laughs) everybody who's watching this, (laughs) everybody boycott Netflix right now because they're not shit. They're like, they bogus as fuck. They disrespectful, blah, blah, blah. And here's my thing. My thing is I understand what you're saying. Like, I completely understand what it is that you're saying. You feel like, as you should, I am a legend. If I'm walking on any stage, I deserve to be paid a certain amount, especially in comparison to the people that y'all are already paying. Like, I should be being paid this much. They offered you this much. It wasn't something that that was to your liking. I can understand you being upset about that. But (laughs) to then ask everybody to be like, fuck Netflix. They obviously, like, it would make more sense, like I was saying earlier, if it was her and nine other black women comedians who all had like a similar you know we set up a test and we put John Mulaney in there with them and he walked out with a 12 million dollar contract and then we put Amy Schumer in there and she walked out with a 12 million dollar contract and I walked my black ass in there and they was like oh here go a thousand dollars and then she walked her black ass in there and they was like here go a thousand dollars you know what I'm saying? Like, I could see if it was that ridiculous to that many of the same, like, where it was clear. Like, they clearly don't fuck with black women comedians, and this is why we should boycott them. But, Monique, you by yourself being like, this doesn't make sense, I'm a legend, and y'all should boycott them, is a little delusional for me. Yeah. It's just a little much. Like, I can completely understand where you're coming from. Like, to see somebody make $12 million on the same stage that they about to throw you 500000 I can understand you being like, wow, this is fucking chump change and y'all got me fucked up. Super fucked up. But I don't think that had anything to do with us. Like, I can, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I can see you being like, let me just speak my piece. This is my truth. I'm all about speaking your truth. No matter who got to go down for it. If I come out of your office feeling disrespected, I feel like I have every right to speak my truth. So I appreciate her at least using her platform for that, as well, for that and just that. And like we, we were saying earlier, you it could have been framed in a way of like, ladies, here's what they doing up in here. This is what I just experienced. Just make sure you go in there with a number in mind. Don't don't waver at whatever they offering you. Blah blah blah. blah. I know your worth. Right, just know your worth. Yeah, Do like know your worth campaign. Yeah, know your worth. We here yes. for it. Got it. We agree. We absolutely agree. But girl, boycott Netflix, everybody. Like, and that would have been a better way, I think, to like if she's trying to garner like and redirect attention to her brand and like her talents as a comedian. Mm-hmm. I think starting a campaign, like you said, would have been a perfect way to do so. Yeah. But like I was saying earlier. Do I think that she deserved that $500,000? No. Like, y'all disrespectful as fuck. Y'all could at least gave that woman $2 million. But I will also say you got to stop doing $500,000 shit because y'all seen this barbershop stage play that she's doing. <laughs> it's just like, come on, bro. You you are a legend. You have to be out here doing legendary shit. Right. Also, I hope sis didn't have, well, I'm not going to say sis. I hope auntie didn't have all her eggs in one basket because it's like what else did you invest your money in because i know you're not like you couldn't be and hopefully not just like dead ass broke after all of that work Mm -mm. she had like a a streak for like 15 years of getting good money Mm -hmm. so it's like if your money is in other places you still generating income you wouldn't be so butt fucking hurt about a brand i mean a deal with netflix that fell through and you wouldn't be doing like little rinky dink ass stage plays about a movie that you (laughs) fucking was in like 10 years ago like we gotta stop doing five hundred thousand dollar shit and you will stop getting five hundred thousand dollar offers. Yeah, it, and that's and that's real. Like that's what you just walked off of, girl. Not the Parkers, not the Queens of Comedy stage. You just walked off the stage for a barbershop, the stage play. <laughs> so you wanted the executives at Netflix to be like, obviously, here's ten million dollars for you. What were we thinking? But it's like, no, like it's it's not it's not two thousand three. Like what? What have you? What have you been doing? I mean, I don't know. I don't want to shit on Monique. I think that Monique is great. I think she is a legend. I think she's 
worth much more than five hundred thousand dollars. Absolutely. But I think that I don't think that that's how you show it. You don't show it by by saying I didn't get my way, and all of y'all should boycott yeah, no because man. I by my fucking self, just me, have not gotten my way the way that my way needed to be got. So. I just think that that was a little ridiculous. Um, it was plenty, plenty ridiculous. It was plenty it petty. Any, it didn't make any logical sense. Like her team, like whoever she like spoke to, but the way it went, she probably didn't speak to anybody. It, do- it seemed I like really she really, don't think you she know, did. like you know, just came home and was like, you know, let me hop on social media. This is what people do these days. Like right. you put it out there and then call for people to rally with you, but it's just like. Like I said earlier, off camera, I think you know everything is open for negotiation. They offered you the five hundred thousand. You said no, that's not enough for me. And that is it. You part ways, and you go find you something that you do think is worth worth your time and worth your efforts, like the barbershop play. And the barbershop play is probably not offering you. $500,000, $500,000, but it is a different um, avenue. It's a whole different like thing. So you might be getting less than that, but you might just still feel like it's worth your time. And so that's right. fine. But don't, like you said, don't ask me. So you want me to boycott something? Because everybody might not personally <laughs> feel like you were worth 500000 It might be some people that watched that and thought to themselves, like, this won't get for 500000 but that's a lot. <laughs> so you don't know how the whole world is going to feel about you as a person. We might feel like you're a legend, but I might have a whole nother like best friend across the way that's going to be like, Monique was never that popular. She's trash. Right. So, <laughs> and they might have felt like she could have actually the gave star. her $50,000. Like, so you don't, you don't know how people feel about you to that extent to yeah. be talking about some boycott. Like, yeah, you know, right. we might not even like like that <laughs> like, for me to for right. me to fill, fill out my why are you unsubscribing and say for monique i would just feel like a real goofy like i'm not gonna lie so i mean I good luck any comedian other than maybe dave chappelle <coughs> i can't even that i feel him. like i could really you rock can't. with that heavy just because he told me to and that's only because of his past and the past situations that he's been in and looking at the way like he's made business decisions so it would just make me be like i'm gonna just rock with dave chappelle for the sake of just knowing that dave chappelle would rock with me i don't know if monique would rock with me if this is the same <laughs> yeah because before she lost weight skinny like, bitches was a shit yeah. like, and that includes my big ass she wouldn't have looked at me and been like you plus size she would have been like no you a skinny bitch and you ain't shit Back in '95, so not '95. Y'all were not aged as well. She lost weight. She was not. What? I'm saying, but she. I'm saying she's lost weight and stopped talking that shit. Yeah, she did. Oh yeah. She She's like her whole campaign used to be about skinny bitches ain't shit. So okay, I'm gonna take my little ass and not fucking subscribe unsubscribe to Netflix. And me and my tiny fingers. We only hear from you when you mad. We only hear from you when you mad, Mo. Like she true. was putting up like some dance videos oh, no. for a second. She was, some- <laughs> she was dancing with that workout yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm actually fucking finished <laughs> with the both of you. What our producer was just doing. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, dancing. this was one of Monique's dance. <laughs> I really don't want to. Okay, so <laughs> no more of that. Getting into this week's topic, this week's topic is a very important one because as you can see, Tati and I are still getting our little coughs out. We're trying to get it together. I ain't got no more germs, girl, science. So, we have our girl Lucky here. She's fresh off of an event that she just held yesterday. She's going to talk to us. She's going to give us a recap. Okay. And just give us all of the holistic preventative care tips that we need because I was just telling my mama... Last week, right? The week before last. Because I had caught a bug the week before last. And I thought it was mine. But you got another one again? Look, nigga. This is this flu. That's how mine went This too, is though. this flu. It for started real. out minor. And then I thought it and went away. And you thought it was gone. And then it came back like nothing. With the fucking <laughs> vengeance. I got you right And I was, I and, <laughs> and that week, it was that week where I was just feeling like little stuff. I was telling my mom, like, this is why it's very important that we invest when we're well in holistic preventative care because then we don't have to deal with this shit because now I'm, here I am sick scrambling looking for some goddamn elderberry and some motherfucking um, herbs and shit like you know what I'm saying just trying to get all my little shit together when I'm sick 
when we should be doing things like that on a regular basis. Yes. So talk to us about it. I'm going to so, drink. Okay, yesterday's event was Healthy Bay 101. Yes. It's a clean eating and meal planning workshop, and it was amazing. Thank you so much to everybody that came out. Um, but in the workshop, we just talked about like what exactly clean eating was like I had them we did a little game where we passed around like you know chips and like candy and pops that people would normally drink and I made them read the ingredients out loud Mm -hmm. and when they I made them stop when they couldn't pronounce it anymore Mm -hmm. and then I taught them about how like you know a lot of the shit you can't pronounce is chemicals Mm -hmm. I taught them the difference between um organic groceries and conventional or GMO Mm -hmm. and just really digging deep into like what our food looks like today and the culture in which we consume the food. Mm-hmm. Um, so we talked about that and it was just really interesting to see like how shocked so many people were. And I'm like, bro, y'all that has not reading. And they like, no, we don't read <laughs> the package of our food. No, and I guess yeah. since I'm like, I, this year is making, what how many years nine years of me being vegetarian and two years of me being vegan so mm-hmm. like i'm used to reading the packages and shit right right and people just like nah bitch we don't read packages what's good with these packages so i was talking a lot about <laughs> i'm just imagining a girl in the audience no bitch we'll read packages no and that was their face <laughs> like their face was like what 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 right <laughs> like Just the reactions I got. And I'm just like, yeah, y'all, this is, like, actually happening. Mm -hmm. So, fun fact about just when you're trying to survey and see what exactly is in your food, what the way the ingredients are listed, like, whatever's first, that's what's there the most. Mm -hmm. So, it's, like, the first ingredient, second ingredient, like, it goes from what's in there the most to the least. The very Mm -hmm. last ingredient is what's, you know, in there at a minimum rate. Exactly. So, um, that's just, like, a fun fact for with you know, when you're trying to figure out what's in your food. But, like, yeah. rule of thumb, if you can't pronounce it, don't eat that shit. Yeah. Like, I mean, I could pronounce maltodextrin, and I'm still not eating that shit. So, <laughs> it's just like, no. But um, if it's not familiar, just try to stay away from it because it's not technically clean eating because anything clean you'll be able to pronounce. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, at least recognize because I know you can't exactly. read some of y'all, but you at least know what it is if somebody read it for you. I mean, the audience just illiterate. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's common. common. But, okay, so about these closures. First of all, tell me what y'all been feeling and, like, how did y'all find yourselves to the point of these colds? Like, how did they happen? Not a cold. It's the The flu. flu. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No, this is the the flu flu. with a capital T-H-E because, and and I was saying earlier, they've been talking about it on the news. They was, it was even on the fucking shade room. Like, it's an epidemic. Right now, like, yeah, I'm The entire that. United States, like, for the first time in our, like, human history, has all of the fucking states in the United States of America been basically plagued with this flu. I went to urgent care. The doctor was not fucking playing with me. He was like, oh, they gave you a mask at the front, right? And I was like, yeah, I took it off because the nurse had, like, asked to, like, you know, look at my mouth and stuff. He's like, oh, okay, put it back on. fuck you When I would call, he'd be like, just, I'm trying to cough the other way. Yeah, because that's what I'm doing. Y'all well, over here like, ah. He had on a mask like, as well, though. Girl. I had on my Talk mask. About girl. He had on his mask. So I'm like this. <laughs> and he's still like, over there, Put girl. that shit back on. <laughs> over there, sis. I'm like, they're not playing. The flu is not a game. Okay, it's so game. just like you said, Reed, it's out all about. Glass. Okay. That's nah. how it happened. So here's the thing. She's blaming this flu on Tati. <laughs> no, it's hilarious. Girl, everybody in the world sick right now, but it's my fault. I mean, because last week we had Jackie B up in here and we was on Champagne Campaign 365, like she likes to say, Lord. and I had my champagne with no juice. And all of a sudden, I went grabbing, looking for my juice, I mean, looking for my champagne, I grabbed a glass, took a sip, and I said, oh, this is sweet, and I put it down. Had to be uh, yours. Somebody else had juice at the table, too. It wasn't just and she got pneumonia. And she's sick right now, too. Right, so it still can't just be me. It could be anybody. One of y'all. No. Okay, no, well, I kind of feel something right now in here, so I'm definitely going to drink me some tea when I get through. Uh-uh, because I ain't finna fool with you. No, I made one good concoction. I made one good concoction. But the thing about, and this is why it's important, though, that you invest and preventative care, preventative care because when you're sick it's very difficult to like get yourself to 
do anything, let alone stay consistent with a regimen. And I'm sitting there trying to make the shit. I got my motherfucking cinnamon sticks and my lemon peels and all my shit. Lemon peels? No, I mean, slice lemon. Oh, I'm not like just the what? I'm, I'm saying I kept the peel on. Whatever. But I got that I boiling you in the water. lemon peels. No, right. I'm slicing my lemon. Got that boiling in water with cinnamon sticks. And I had some ginger tea, poured that shit in there, motherfucking honey, apple cider vinegar. And that shit had me feeling amazing as I was drinking it, which let me know if I could just keep drinking this, I'll be cured. But you can't because you already did. The way way that, first of all, preventative, like, care does include just an everyday consistency type of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I kind of alternate. So I take wellness shots. I take... Um, ginger, lemon, and African bird pepper shots. Mm. And African bird pepper is like a spice, um, kind of like cayenne, but it's yeah. really good for like anti-inflammatories, um, antiseptics, which, you know, is clearing bacteria from your body. Mm-hmm. But um, I take that. I take turmeric shots. Mm. And like the goat, if I don't take nothing else, I'm taking an oil of oregano shot. Mm. Oil of oregano has to be diluted in like, you know, some non-sweet, organic cold pressed apple juice Mm -hmm. like four or five drops and you just take a shot of it but all of oregano is amazing to prevent a lot of shit just because not only is it good for your um immune system Mm -hmm. it also clears your body of like parasites so a lot of the Mm -hmm. time diseases ailments sicknesses is in your body like feeding off of the shit that's in there and that's parasites so Mm -hmm. like all of oregano completely kills parasites because those parasites are in your body not only making you sick, they're taking up all your nutrients. So mm-hmm. when you think you're feeding your body and you're nourishing yourself, those parasites are tearing your food to fuck up before your system can even process it. Got it. So definitely. you do every day? Yeah, or? I take a shot of all of oregano like every other day. And for the most part, um, I'll start my morning with um, hot water and just lemon slices because mm-hmm. it's good to... First of all, wake your system up. It kind of brings, like, um, an awareness to your body. Let mm-hmm. your body know, like, hey, bro, we about to start eating. So mm-hmm. get it going. Kind of waking your system up because you're woke, but you need to give your system a chance to wake up as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what I'll do, which I just had my cousin do for her baby, and she woke up the next morning, like, bouncing off the walls, just cured. Like, the GOAT OG cure for me is chopping up some lemon slices, ginger root, not just the tea, mm-hmm. but, like, Get the actual root because it's way more potent. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll boil that for like 30, 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I like my extra spicy, so I'll put more ginger than lemon. Mm-hmm. But just putting um, that ginger root and that lemon and really boiling that, you drink that and maybe like rub a little oil of oregano on your chest like you would Vicks. Right, right, right. And bundle up in like two, three layers. Put a scully on in that bitch. <laughs> Y'all will be like so in the game the next day. A brand new person. Like it will it will just genuinely feel like what's going on right I hope now. Y'all like, this is amazing. So the ginger root, the lemon, um, and you can also you can go get all of oregano from the store. It's mm-hmm. like fourteen dollars a bottle. Mm-hmm. Um and definitely Take small drops of it, though. Don't, like, go crazy. Do not take it by herself. I know my friend says she take it by herself, but I'm not doing that because it's pretty strong. Is like, it mm-hmm. nasty or is it not? Is you well, no. All of oregano is not nasty at all. To it's, take it by itself. Yeah. It's, okay. like, it's so potent and it kills, like, parasitic things in your body that you don't <laughs> want to just, like, down it straight yeah. by itself. And if you, like, it'll make your lips tingle. And you'll be like, what the fuck? Like, going on with my shit mm-hmm. like you would think something is going on but you fine um <laughs> now what's nasty is uh, wheatgrass wheatgrass is really good it's to better do to eat it we found wheatgrass last week is so nasty really why so who said it, no because wheatgrass had, uh, wheatgrass shots for me it's it's, it's when you brutal. say better to eat it like better it tastes better yes oh okay no. yeah no no yeah not like better but like <laughs> when i'm eating it i can like digest it better than like taking a Hell shot i'm no like chewing no grass it's good no yeah, man. i had, like one little piece like that big it's really good to me is it good yes yeah, or see, not yeah. nasty <laughs> like good because I don't remember tasting anything that would be like oh this tastes good no it's like, like sweeter like like yeah now wheatgrass is does. like bitter as fuck see I, I taste the sweetness when I take the shot Ooh, no. but it is like the best form of absorbing things would be 
through cold press juicing yeah, it or definitely. taking it as a shot just because the nutrients are straight or what it are and your body doesn't have to um like kind of liquefy it. So yes. what we also talked about in the seminar yesterday is giving your body a vacation and doing juice cleanses and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like think about it when you need to just take a step back from the world and just kind of cut it off, decompress. You take a vacation, staycation, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And that's what juice cleanses will be for your body. It's just like giving your body a vacation because every time you eat a solid food, your body works super, super hard to liquefy that. Mm-hmm. Everything in your body has to be liquefied before you can eliminate it as waste. Mm-hmm. So by having juices and being on a juice cleanse, you're already drinking your nutrients that are already liquefied. So your body's not doing that hard work over time. Yeah. And you're also cleansing and detoxifying while you're doing so. Yeah. Um, so even just trying like after you knock your cold out or the flu, because I keep saying cold and y'all like, no, nah, bitch, flu. <laughs> so I don't want y'all to think we out here man. pussy. We're not pussy. So no um, after you knock that out, I would definitely go ahead and do a juice cleanse for yeah. like one to three days. Just to kind of recoup and get your body back to its optimum health. Yeah. Um, I would. I need a recommendation from you because the ones I don't know if you tried the ones at my job. I have. They're they're very sweet. They're boo boo. They're very sweet. They're just it's too much sugar. They've been. I think I disappointed y'all. Changed the menu. We'll talk about it, but um. (laughs) Very sad. They used to be my spot. I. Anyway. I got coupons for y'all, too, if y'all want to get a juice cleanse from the juice bar, so. Oh, well, see? Okay, then we'll do that. Because I, I know I can, because I tried to do, um, I tried to do um, a juice cleanse with the ones there, and it, it's really not sustainable. Yeah. <laughs> like, because no. it's just too sweet. So, yeah. Yeah, it's but. Not too sweet like they put sugar in it? Or too no, like it's just I mean, it's like... natural sugar, but it's, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I would have to look into it. Cause we're cause we don't juice at the site anymore, which is you know we they're all cold pressed, which is not a bad thing. But yeah, they're cold bottled. Press is awesome. Uh, but I don't know. It's something about ours though, because I've had plenty of others, and I'm like, okay, this tastes just like what it says. They might which be is adding just, a little sugar. It might be. I feel like it because might they be do that, have it to where I'm like no shade. Don't another thing. <laughs> I'm not. Another thing that you have to remember um, about just, like, the way that the FDA works and naming your ingredients, like, if there's such a small amount of it, they don't have to list it in the ingredients. Right. So, they could just be putting, like, a whole fucking spoonful of agave in each bottle and they don't have to say. Right. You right. never know. Right. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. definitely Fruit Bakes, Fresh Juicery, 1130 South Wabash. Hit my girl Dime up. She'll yes. take care of you. All of, like, the acai bowls that I be having on yeah. my Instagram, I get from there. Um, take my wellness shots there. And honestly, that is like what I would recommend for y'all is, I mean, even though I told you how to make the tea at home, if you want to juice it, go get the ginger aid from there. I drink that every single time I get sick. And like the next day, it's like I'm back up bouncing in this lid. It has like ginger, lemon, turmeric, like really, really good things to cleanse your body, just Again, antiseptics are important because it's killing that bacteria that might be living in your body and what's cultivating that cold. Mm-hmm. So um, I would say just definitely drinking that lemon water, um, juicing on a regular because lemon water also boosts your immune system, yes. helps with digestion, helps with anti-inflammatory. Like, it's so many benefits to this stuff. Yeah. So it's like if, if you're just regularly, like, detoxifying and flushing your body and your system, like, I think you'll be good. Yeah, definitely. For sure, for sure. Definitely. And when you're sleeping, definitely, like, try to go to bed with, like, a hot cup of tea, whether it's, like, chamomile, mint, whatever's gonna relax your body so you can sleep well and yeah. bundle the fuck up so yeah. you can sweat it out, for sure. Yeah. All right. You heard it here. Thank you so much, Lucky. No problem. You always come with all the good gems. Sorry, no. Um, I thought that it would be only right because I just couldn't believe... All three of us have been just plagued with some sort of sickness within the I mean, I week. feel a little something up in no, here, and girl, I haven't don't gotten claim the flu. It. Don't claim it. I ain't going to claim shit, because soon I leave, I'm going to the juice bar. I'm not fucking around with y'all. Okay. I'm about to go get my preventative care right now. Understand me? I'm, no, I'm ma'am. I also like to note, um, peer pressure is a motherfucker, because y'all know I'm not a big drinker, and this is what they're making me do, so I just want to point out that. You know, no, away with words. Like, hey, people are just a motherfucker because you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they made me do so this. After we just talked so heavily about not doing drugs earlier. I mean, they made me, me do this. 
Don't let I was forced. My drug of choice choice is grass and not wheat grass. grass. Praise God. Weed grass. Anyway, um, yeah, I think that's a good time to go ahead and wrap up. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm like, I'm like, you know, yeah, I'm swaying. I'm not even. You drunk. doing the money? That's <laughs> Last week I was here, let me just say, I apologize for any of the fans that was watching last week's episode that was thinking to themselves, like, what the fuck is Tati doing? Because I was over here floating. I was in my <laughs> own world. I was sick of shit. I felt like my head was not connected to my body. And I felt like I was just congested and just watching, like, a play. Like, happen in front of me. You were just and like, I was I'm just here. Like, and I was just sitting here. And Brie would be talking, and I would be like, I should say something. <laughs> and, then, and then I would be like... Considering though you did a great job, you did a fantastic job because I really watched the episode. I did have a couple of notes about the last episode. I put a note on my Instagram page, um, on my Insta stories, but I didn't watch the episode because I, I just felt like I was whack. I listened to it. Um, it was it was a you ain't hear me, did you? <laughs> not that much. That's why I'm like I know you was probably just sitting here not saying a lot. I said like one or two things. She was sitting there like I was literally sitting here focused on like. Just keep your eyes open. <laughs> and keep your eyes on the game. Just look engaged. Like, you did a good job, sis. Um, anyway, though, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Please continue to do all the things that you've always done. Follow us on all the places to be followed. You can follow us on all social media platforms, including Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, and right here on YouTube. You can also follow me at Stories on Instagram, Bri underscore stories on TwitTwat, at Tati on Instagram, and at Tati on TwitTwat, at Asia, of course, who is not here everywhere, yes, everywhere, and Love Life Magic. everything, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Please subscribe to her YouTube page, because if y'all want to have some fucking fun, she is fucking hilarious. <laughs> she is so funny. I and try I, to behave. I love, I love how you get around me and feel like I'm the crazy one. But when you by you yourself, are. she's crazy. I mean, but she is the crazy one out of out of most two. groups. Out of most groups that I'm in. It's my buckle out, baby. I've never seen you by yourself, but that would make sense. Who me? When I see you, I'm like, that would make. Yes. So make sure you subscribe to Look Life Magic. It's all the gems, all the fun, all the things you need to know. Um, and yeah, we love you guys. And come back next week. See y'all. We'll be better. We won't have yes. flu. Yes, I'm finna I get them together. If I gotta better. drag them with me right now to take these wellness shots, we gonna get it popping. But I'm about to go take them because I'm not fucking around with you. Oh, next week we're doing a Grammy recap, and we can't wait to see you right here. I hate you so much right now. Everybody say bye. Bye.